like every time we do this podcast, you change your positions in the house. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> your house. <laughs> Unless this is the same spot, it's just a different – your camera moved? Uh, I think the camera might have moved a little bit. I'm just at the dining room table. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> it looks like we're in a different spot in your house. That's all right. Well, I won't – yeah, I'll try not to dumb this podcast down too much by by speaking, so – <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you do your thing. You, know what, you, you, uh, you put some. You put some time into this. I want want to hear your your uh, your your perspective, and then I obviously have some things I wanted to get across too. You might have to edit a lot with me, but you know oh, I think it'll be think it'll be good though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we start our vacation tomorrow morning, so I probably won't get this. Probably won't be out for a week or two. Okay. Um. So w- once we get back, I'll start editing and everything. So. Okay. So. Sweet. Well, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> been a while. It. It's been so, a while. So many things changes. You know, it summertime it, it brings a whole different bunch of activities that we, you know, we have to kind of plan for and, and get timing down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest on my end too. I just, I don't want to say that my faith has been shaken. I just, for whatever reason, my mind is just kind of in a, in a funk, even physically, like going to the gym. I haven't been very strong. I've been kind of tired and weak. And and I think, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's, I figured I'd be happier in the summer. I'd be more energetic. I'd have energy. And I feel like ever since it got warm, man. I just been kind of down too, you know, physically and mentally. So I'm, I'm trying to get in the, in the swing of things. So it's partially my fault. Why some of these, why we haven't been doing these podcasts lately. I just, I couldn't, I can't get my mind wrapped around it. And, um, so, so this one might be a little shaky, but we're just trying to get back in the swing of things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'll keep you my prayers, man. Um, Everybody has their their ups and downs, so we just yeah. The main thing is we keep keep pushing along, keep trucking along. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I don't even ha- I don't I don't even have a reason. Like I don't know what. There's no real reason. It's just I don't know. I don't know. Just kind of in a in a funk. I don't know what it is, but I'll get through it. Whatever it is. Yeah, the Lord is, His grace is is a strength and a power that we all can tap into. It's it's a well that'll never run dry, and it's a source that'll never be limited. Amen. You know, so I can encourage you, any, anything, just continue to go to the well, continue to open your Bible, continue to read it, and commune with God, talk to God. You know, let him know everything from A to Z. You don't have to paint it up, and just let him know what, what you're dealing with. And that could be physical, mental, health-wise, financial, you know, because the great thing is God already knows, you know, but he sometimes praying and talking to him, that alone is therapy for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's awesome how sometimes he surprised you with, with, you know, things working out when you know it's, you know, it's, it's beyond you. You know, you know that it's him working on your behalf, or should I say, orchestrating things on your behalf, on our behalf. Yeah. So just keep looking up, man. Continue to keep those lines of communication open with him. 
you know, and, and he'll see you through it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I, I, I pray more than ever. Um, a lot of conversation with God, you know, I try to keep it not, not real formal, just, Hey God, what do you want me to do in this situation? Or, Hey, I'm feeling pretty down right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't understand why I'm sure you do. (laughs) Just, Mm -hmm. I'm asking if you could, uh, Mm-hmm. you know, let me know why <laughs> so I can yeah. change it or what the reason is. But, you know, I guess it's, that's not for me to know. Right. It's just for me to just keep trucking along and, and doing, mm-hmm. doing what I can. Right. Yeah. And, and get closer to him, get closer to God. Yeah. That's what those times, those tough times you get closer to him, you get closer to your wife, you know, and it, it just keeps you, keeps you focused. It keeps you balanced. I know we all want great times and, celebration after celebration but that's not that's not life yeah you know, there's there's well, valleys there's valleys and there's mountaintops valleys yeah. and mountaintops. Well, and he doesn't give us more than we than we can handle right amen so i gotta remember everything that and i'm not going through a whole lot like i said the life's life's great um it's just something a mental fog or a physical thing you know maybe i'm not getting enough vitamins i don't know um but it's nothing I can't handle. And I just got to remember that. I just got to, I got to do my part, right? He's not going to put anything in front of me that I can't handle. And I got to, mm-hmm. I got to just keep moving forward because this is nothing. Yeah. What others can be going through? Actually, I have a really good buddy that's been over um, today and he's going through a real tart, a real hard time. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, and it's, I, you know, I'm blessed. I'll just say mm-hmm. that I'm blessed. So I just got to remember stuff like that. So. Well, before we before we started, I prayed that uh, God will speak through me at least a little bit on our topic, global warming. <laughs> so global warming, well, climate change, global warming, yeah, global <laughs> whatever, yeah. This we'll dive into this, man. This is it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I I did I did some research on my own, and I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter and stuff, and and um. And I know it's a topic you really wanted to talk about. So I, I'm really interested to hear what you got to say on some of this. Um, and I, I really want to know, you brought it up to me a couple of weeks ago, maybe, maybe even longer. And it, you know, you said you want to do a podcast on this and I, it, it intrigued me. Cause I was like, yeah, I want to know, I want to know what the Bible has to say about this. And the more mm-hmm. I kind of dove in on my own research, it was almost to me like, Oh, okay. Well, that makes total sense. Like there's no, there's no, it's pretty straightforward. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> what the, what the Bible and what God says about it, but I'm really, yeah, I'm really interested to, to hear what you got to say. Cool. Well, you, you get us cracking then and I'll, I'll kind of um, join in and we, we can just go. You might have to edit yeah. a lot because we, I think we're going to, we're going to cover a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I want to start off. So so when I first started the research, um, I, I came upon this, this Christian website and, um, what is it? I think it's just christian.com okay. really, or something like that. It, it, it was just, just a website and mm-hmm. they had the, they had the very topic that, that we're going to discuss right now. And one of the first things they pointed to was, um, was NASA and how NASA describes, global warming climate change and they're getting pretty good pastor jim they're getting pretty good um i always thought climate change and global warming was the same thing 
right? Um, okay. They just phrased it different. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you thought or if it even mattered. If the- I thought that they changed it over the years. The 70s, it was global cooling. Okay. And then it went to global warming, and now it's just climate change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I think they're getting smart, or they're not getting smart. They see that we're getting smart. So <laughs> so they put uh so they actually defined it define them global warming and climate change as two separate things. So I'll just read that real quick. Okay, go so ahead. This is like yeah, this is like right from NASA. So global warming is a long term heating of the Earth's surface observed since the pre industrial period. So I think that was like between eighteen fifty and nineteen hundred. Mm-hmm. which is the first industrial revolution, right? Mm-hmm. So due to human activities, um, their fossil fuel burning, which increases the heat trapping greenhouse gas levels of Earth's atmosphere. The term is not interchangeable with climate change. So it's saying they're two different things. <laughs> so what they say, climate change is a long-term change in the average weather patterns that have come to define Earth's local, regional, and global climates. These changes have a broad range of observed effects that are synonymous with the term. I don't even know what that means. It just mm-hmm. sounds like a bunch of word mm-hmm. word vomit. Mm-hmm. On your first part, my, my question is, they're trying to blame it on man-made fossil fuels, correct? During global warming. Global warming during the Industrial Re- Revolution, that time period? Yeah, the, yeah I believe it's... Yeah, yeah, I think like the the first yeah the first industrial age was kind of the early 1850s, and then some websites said you know second and third industrial revolution go up to like early 1950s, right? Okay, that makes right? sense. I think NASA, yeah, and then NASA. So, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so so my question is, what about when the ice age? Did the Earth warm up during the ice age? Because there was no man-made so. fossil fuel or industrial revolution going on to, back then. No industrial no. industry, no no fossil fuel machines, uh, cars and airplanes. None of that was going on during the Ice Age, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I wasn't there, but I doubt it. So my question um, is, why did it warm up then? Why did it warm up then? I'm sure... They'll say, so another thing I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. So w- when was that? The ice age? I mean, like what year? Like, I mean, I guess I won't even put you on the spot, but it, it's BC. Like okay. before 6,000 years ago, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 So like, so it's all made up anyways, right? If, <laughs> if Earth is only 6,000 years old, all that stuff's made up. I don't know. A lot of stuff they can't prove, but they make it sound so trustworthy. Yeah. Even evolution, no one was there to test all of those theories of Darwin. He wasn't there during creation. No. No, they're all working theories. Huh? They're all working theories, right? Working theories. But who can test those hypotheses? That's what science is about. Test making a hypothesis and doing a series of tests to prove it to see if it's true or not. Yeah. Yeah. And just because they haven't disproven it 
they haven't found we haven't found a way to disprove it. Mm-hmm. I mean that isn't that kind of what you call a fact, right? It's right. just something that hasn't been disproven yet. So right. that's our running fact until it can be disproven mm-hmm. is, you know, if we can get better technology or whatnot, and then we can disprove it, well, then that fact becomes, it's not a fact anymore. Right. Well, that's a perfect example of the news clipping I gave you, June 29th, 1989. Yeah. It says UN, United Nations, predicts disaster if global warming not checked. It says United Nations, a senior United Nations environmental official says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if global warming trend is not reversed by year 2000. So that was 1989 predicting in the year 2000. Here we are, 2023. That has not happened. No. Well, and I find it funny. If you go go look at all these top politicians and everything, where are all their houses? Where are all their beach houses? <laughs> yeah. Right on the coast. They're right, right, on, the coast. right on the beach. If yep. if they were really scared, don't you think they'd have some their houses would be in the mountains? Or far away from, from these large bodies of water? Oh. Right. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking at this this graph right here. Okay. So I believe it shows do 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 800,000 years ago. I think this would have been, so they're showing all these graphs on like the carbon dioxide level Mm -hmm. on the, on the earth at the time. And they say it goes up and this is from NASA. It goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And then not until 1950, or yeah, that's what the graph kind of shows. Like around that 1850, I think it is, or whatever. Yep, I'm looking at that graph too. Yep. yep. Yeah, all the way up until today, it just skyrocketed. I mean, it like <laughs> almost more than doubled. But then, so then I found something. I I, I didn't know what half those numbers meant. You know. I didn't know what I wanted to know how much like carbon dioxide is in on the earth. Right. Or how much, or like what causes carbon dioxide more Mm -hmm. like what more like, like I've always, I I just, I didn't understand the whole topic. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to see how much we're actually releasing into the atmosphere. And I found a couple facts that says China releases about 11.4, almost 11 and a half billion metric tons of, of, of carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. So a metric ton is a gigaton. I think it is whatever. So in, in 2021, they released, they released almost 11 and a half billion metric tons in the atmosphere. So Mm -hmm. China is the largest polluter. Right. Right. Well, what is it? So I want to see, okay, well, that, that sounds like a scary number. I wanted to see how much the earth releases naturally in the atmosphere. So is it man-made stuff or is it us? Right. So I just, I try Googling, um, like how much like Mount St. Helens or something produces like on an eruption. Okay. 
because I want to see the difference. And what I found, you ever heard of this? I don't know. It's cat. Uh, it's Katla, I think it is. It's a volcano in Iceland. No, I haven't heard of it's that. A, it says they air that that volcano emits somewhere between twelve thousand and twenty four thousand metric tons of carbon a day. A day. A day. Wow. Wow. I got to look at that up. I got to look that up. I might have to add, edit that. Is it metric tons or a billion metric tons? Because that's a lot. Sounds like a lot. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. But yeah, I'm just, I wanted to see what, if we're producing that much more than the earth is. Okay. You know? But how, how how do they measure the the graph you showed me? How do they measure that? And I'm putting you on the spot, know. but it's just I have no clue. It, what is it, just a computer that they just put together and it spits out a certain number? Well, I'm sure they got to have some sort of some sort of sensors or or things that they yeah I don't know satellites they can measure it in the atmosphere. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's Google it since we're here. <laughs> well, the, I don't know if you heard of this book titled uh, "The Weaponizing of Weather in a Phony Climate War." It's by Joe Barstardi. I'm gonna no. put that up there. He had a lot of great questions. I started reading this book. I'm up to chapter. What am I? Where am I at? I, I only made it to chapter five. But he's got some questions in here that, you know, I think it's, it's good just to raise. Maybe someone watching this podcast can answer these questions. But you want to hear a few of the questions while we're looking at or you looking at? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It says here on page 11, he says, ask these questions to the politicians and the, the doomsayers. <laughs> he says, ask them what the average temperature of the climate throughout its history is. Ask them what the average amount of CO2 is. Ask them what they want the average temperature and amount of CO2 to be and why. Ask them if they've ever looked at the saturation mixing ratio and how it relates to the dew point temperatures. It says, yet all they hear about or talk about is things like the Green New Deal costing trillions of dollars that would that would uh, theor- theoretically stave off only one, 0.01 carbon over 30 years. And so these politicians and these elites, they talk about all this carbon footprint. They have no idea of what number it should be or what it was what it should be and why. Yeah. And every weather, every type of weather incident, they just blame climate change. Yeah. Well, isn't it just a huge money making thing, right? Paul Redistribution as well. There you go. Redistribution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That well, think about all their buddies, right? So what do they want us to do right now to help uh, emissions? 
right? It, it's electric cars. That's a huge one, right? Electric cars, hybrid cars. Yeah. Well, how much does it cost to go dig up all the minerals and elements or whatever outside the country to make these batteries? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Who's who's funding? Who owns these companies? Who has stock in these companies? You know, I'm guessing right. politicians. Follow um, them. <laughs> are are they using are they using electric excavators to pull out to pull this stuff out? No, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're using fossil fuels to pull this stuff out. What about yeah. the boats and planes that bring that stuff over here? Right. Are they electric? Right. <laughs> no, not you know. But who owns all that stuff? Yeah, right. it's just a. It, it makes it. It's not. I guess it's not cost effective. In, in my in my simple brain, it doesn't seem very cost effective to create these electric vehicles. As a matter of fact, I would think that they are causing more emissions and CO two in the atmosphere by all the equipment used to mine this stuff. Yeah. Right. And I haven't yeah. done any research on it. I'm just. Thinking yeah, I've, I've heard that. I agree yeah. with that. I've heard that. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's, I've heard that stuff is pretty bad too. So like, what do you do with these batteries when they go bad? Mm-hmm. You know, like that you, they bury them and they're just as toxic as, as anything else. You know, so here, here's, 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 oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add to the point I had before where that, um, Catla, the, the, the volcano in Iceland. So I forgot to add that so volcanoes worldwide emit about 1.5 million metric tons a day. So that's 1.5 million metric tons. Is that without them erupting? Just them I think existing? That's just a day. Yeah, that's just a day. Wow. <laughs> it's all numbers. I, you know, I think this this website's pretty. They're they're against climate change, or they're they they're saying it's humans that do it, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to find yeah. actual data, but I just I was I was I guess what I'm trying to say is I was trying to find how much we produce compared to how much the earth does. The earth does. Well, what's what's yeah. the difference? I mean, what do you think? So if we produce if we produce, well China does 11. Point, yeah, billion metric tons a day. Or no, that was in one year. And then the earth does 1.2 million a year. Yeah, I don't know. You know that China's a lot of numbers that I can't comprehend. They're creating a power uh, a coal plant every week. China. China. They're creating yeah. a new coal plant every week. We're getting rid of ours, but they're creating one every week. They're going to have all the energy and energy is a necessity for prosperity. Yep. Are they big on nuclear? I, I'm not sure if, if they are or not, but they know that they're going to have all the energy. They, they're they getting themselves ready to be the powerhouse in the world. We're, yeah. we're declining ourselves with these leaders who are in charge. And you know, my greatest concern is what, like, what Ronald Reagan said. He said, freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must 
be fought for and defended constantly by each generation. For it comes only once to a people, those who have known freedom and then lose it have never known it again. And that's the thing that really concerns me and the videotapes that I have or the audio, if you ever want to play it during our podcast, it's Joe Biden 100% in compliance with the UN and all of these carbon footprint numbers, which nobody understands. They just make it up. And then Glenn Beck took uh, a two-week vacation to Europe. Now, Europe, they're ahead of us as far as this climate change, one world government type system. And he talked about what he saw over there. This is, he talked about it yesterday, June 19th, and how life is going to change dramatically for us here in America if we continue down this road, if we continue to elect, and there's some people we don't elect who are making all these decisions in the name of climate change. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It's well, yeah. So like I throw out all these numbers that I can barely make sense of <laughs> you, you know, we got like Glenn Beck and, and all this stuff talking about it and saying that we're on this, a down path to being basically controlled. Right. I mean, we're, right. they're using it as, as control. Well, I guess the big question is, like what is what does the Bible have to say about global warming? Because the Bible, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it lays out everything. It lays out our past, present, our future, right? Mm-hmm. It's it shows what's going to happen. Like Can what I is what is the Genesis eight twenty two? Please, this is my my go to scripture when talking about climate change, global warming, global cooling, and whatever these elites the propaganda that they're pushing. And a lot of them do not believe in God. Let's just be honest with that. Most scientists, they're funded. They get grants from the federal government. So it's going to be one-sided. And most of them don't believe that there is a God. They believe in evolution. They don't believe in creation. But Genesis chapter 8, 22 says this. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. I interpret that scripture as God being faithful to sustaining his creation As an individual, I believe that mankind, nor mankind's technology, can stop anything that God has created. It's like a mosquito trying to stop a locomotive. And in this book that I'm reading here, it basically is a scam. They found a way to take control and power over the lives of the masses under the name of climate change, global warming, or whatever you want to call it, a redistribution of wealth, citizens giving up their rights and their liberty and their freedoms, all in a cause 
that is that is a scam is not is not even proven. But according to the Bible, we have nothing to fear or worry about because God has been faithful to his creation, which is the earth, and he will sustain it. What's your take on that scripture, eight, Genesis 8, 22? I wish I would have found it before you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was searching all the scriptures, and that one was like, it's like, it's blatant. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, that kind of sums up everything. Like podcast over, <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you know when this scripture was, what time period it was, what happened right before this scripture? No. It was after the flood. This was in Genesis? Yeah, Genesis after the flood. Okay. And so ever since the flood, God basically made this promise this declaration, he proclaimed this, while the earth remaineth, seed time, harvest time. You notice the seasons, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. That article I just read you by the UN, they're saying that it's the rising sea levels are going to do all this, and you know, God, they, they don't believe God, they don't trust God, which brings me to Romans chapter 1, Verses 19 through 25. Did you find that in your research? No. Oh, man. Okay. Let me read it. Because You're a lot you got, better at this than me. <laughs> let me read it because you got something that I don't have. So Romans chapter 1, verses 19 through 25. And, and you got to kind of picture this. It says, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it unto them. Brother Mike, I'm going to say that most people who believe in this don't believe in God, but God has revealed his power through his creation, and they are trying to discredit God's creation, and they're, they're trying to play God. Let me keep going. Verse 20, for the invisible things of him from creation, from the creation of the world, are clearly seen. Unless you are a blind person, you will see his creation, right? Yeah. The the sun, the moon, the stars, the trees, the animals. I mean, it's just the beaches. It's just, it's just awesome. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. You can't I gotta say interrupt right. you. Go ahead. Oh, I was it just so last Friday, um, I I took the day off and me and my dad and my and a friend of mine, we went and took a a, a day of riding our motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And we you ever been to Lake City? No, I've heard of that. You you've never been to Lake down south? Um mm -hmm. right on the right on the border of Wisconsin? Nope. Oh, is it by Prescott? No, way south. So like it's um, past, past Red Wing, um, right on Highway 61, but it's you're going down towards um, Wabasha. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, yeah, Falls. I, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, you you got to take the family down there, even just for ice cream or something. But um, 
I think it's where uh, water skiing was invented. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right there on Lake Pepin. Seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think they hold a bunch of like water skiing competitions and stuff like that. Okay. I don't know. All I know is as we were riding, I'm just staring off. We're on, we're going south on 61 and I'm just staring at that, that lake. And, and I'm going, man, like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I hope, I hope heaven looks like this. <laughs> like, this is, this is giving me a piece of like what heaven could look like. Right. It's amazing, man. It, it truly is. So, so basically, so, you're, yeah. giving God, you're giving God glory on his creation. I was praying that whole time, just saying, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Yeah. This is gorgeous. Man. I love this city, you know? Um, yeah. Wow. So just, yeah, just what you're reading, just remind me, just, it's clear, like clearly seen. Clearly right? seen. The creation of the world are clearly seen. Clearly and, seen. And I'm just looking at that and going, oh my goodness, this is so, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to throw that out. No, there. Yeah, yeah, head, yeah. Beautiful. That, that tone yeah, yes. Great example. Great example. And, and his eternal power. I mean, you think about the create. look at the mountains. Look at the sun. Look at what kind of power does he have? Amen. I mean, the the ocean, miles and miles and miles deep. You know, man, it's just is <laughs> it, he's worthy of worship. He's worthy of worship. I will get on my knees and bow down. He's that awesome. You know, I went to Hawaii back in 1997. I was I was really at awe. Oof. We got to our we got to our hotel room. It was up in the Hyatt. Forgot what floor it was, but the sun was like orange and it's going down in the ocean. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> and I told my roommate, my uh, my my teammate. You know, I played back on Minnesota yeah. Gophers football. That was our first game of 1997 in Hawaii. And I told him, come here, look at this, look at this. And he comes, he gets on the patio deck and he's like, whoa! I mean, it's just God, God's awesome. He's so awesome. His creation, it just declares his power. But let me keep going here. Yeah, yeah. So being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. No one is going to be able to stand before God and say, I didn't know you exist. No, his creation declares it. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible men and to birds and four-feeted beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up unto uncleanness through the lust of their hearts to desire this honor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie. And here's the key. Here's, here, here's the hook line right here and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. 
A lot of these climate change people, they worship the earth, which is the creation, more than the creator. Hmm. And they try to play God. Now, mankind, we have a brain. We're made in God's image. We're going to create things. We're going to have, you know, we're going to be able to make things. But we should never, ever try to get it at the level and play God and and try to take over his creation. Let's hear some of yours, man. I got one last one, but it's for the end. It's, it's going to tell us how things are going to end as far as the earth, which we know there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. But let's let's see what you let's let's read what you have. And mine aren't as good as yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to go over mine? I, I want to hear yours, man. Let's, let's make it complete. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let's see which one I found. So a lot of mine had to do with kind of, I found that like, so I think everyone says that we're destroying our earth, right? Or the climate change people, the scientists, they're saying we're destroying our earth. We're Mm -hmm. killing the earth. We're, you know, the world, you know, our world's going to be destroyed, right? Uh, You know, oceans are going to rise and stuff. So everything that I kind of found or focused on was like, well, yeah, the earth is going to go away. It's going to be renewed though. Right. And that's, that's all, it's all in the plan. That's, mm-hmm. that's in God's plan. So no mm-hmm. matter if we have a, if we made a perfect utopia of zero <laughs> carbon, whatever, if we made, if, if, if we lived on air and tofu, um, <laughs> we, you know, we had no, we had, you know, no CO2 emissions and everything was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Earth's, still going to be destroyed. Yes. Right? Because that's yes. that's a part of the plan. So a lot of the stuff like in second Peter Peter 3 um verse 7, but the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and mm. perdition of ungodly men. Mhm. I mean it, he's He's kind of predicting the future, right? That it's it's going to come to an end no matter what, no matter yeah. what we do. Yeah. He he destroyed um, it with water before with the flood. He's going to destroy it with fire the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, here's another one. Second Peter Second Peter 3, verse 10. Mm-hmm. But the day, day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, mm-hmm. in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, mm. the earth will also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. <clears throat> like it, like it was already written. And this was written before we had hybrid cars. <laughs> you know, like they already knew it was going to happen. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's already written that the yeah. earth is going to burn up. Yeah. And I guess my question I mean, I don't know. I guess if if I was to talk to a, a skeptic, um, mm-hmm. they would they would say that. Okay, well, here's my. I got to actually. I got a question for you. Okay. Then are we as humans? Mm-hmm. Are we the things that we do? Is it all in the plan? So, like, were we supposed to discover fossil fuels and everything? Um, 
because we're just helping go along with the program, which is going to help destroy the earth. Does that make like, yeah, like, I will not, say, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm thinking aloud here. This is mm-hmm. stuff that's popping in my head. So if I was to agree with these, these globalists, these, these climate change people, mm-hmm. is God using us and our technology to help further along his plan in destroying the earth? That's a good question. Or no. Uh, that's a good question. There, there's a scripture that I, I'm just think I just thought of it right now. We talked about how knowledge was going to increase. Knowledge is going to increase. And you think about human beings, we have, like God, in his image, in his likeness, we've created some good things. We've created some bad things. And obviously God has allowed, you know, some things to take place and we have enjoyed some things. But I think what we're reading here, back to uh, that scripture, if you look at that at verse number nine, 2 Peter chapter three, verse nine, I think this is the key as to what is taking place with the fire and melting everything. It says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should be should come to repentance. So the destroying of the world is very similar to early in Genesis before the flood. We read that the imaginations and the heart of man was just evil continually. It got so bad where God said, you know, I have to destroy this creation. And it said it, 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 it repented God, which means the word repent in the Bible means to change your mind. God had a change of mind that, that he created man on the earth. And so this next time it's going to be the earth is going to get so bad, filled with violence like before. It's going to be so godless. And that's why we're seeing the world the way it is, legislation, laws, immorality, sin, wickedness, evil. We're seeing that because it's getting to that point where God is going to destroy it again, but with fire. But I just wanted to point out real quick for, for listeners as well, God is long-suffering toward us. He's, he's not willing that any should perish. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever should believe in him should not, what, perish. He doesn't want people to go to hell. He doesn't want people to be destroyed. But he already knew that we will get to this point. The Bible says that hell is enlarging itself. And so man is following after Satan. Satan is going to hell and he's bringing a lot of people with him. And he's going to destroy the entire, it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. He's going to start it all over. And this is the last time. So in your opinion, it doesn't matter whether we do anything about it or, or whether we burn more fossil fuel or not. It's just, it's going to happen. Right. No, I, yeah. And, 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 and let me be clear on my, my, my belief, the scripture we read in Genesis, no matter what we do, 
he's still going to keep his, he's still going to sustain his creation. The seasons will still come. He's going to continue to have his creation thrive. We can't stop it. So I don't care what we try to do. It's always going to go. I just believe it's such a scam that these elitists put this together and a lot of people believe it. And I mean, we have to, we have to mention this too, Brother Mike, tell me if you agree. Mankind is going to worship something. There's a heart in every, there's a hole in everyone's heart to worship. It was made for God. God created mankind to worship him. If we don't worship him, a lot of people want to worship a lot of other things. And with this topic is them worshiping the earth. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. Well, even these even these um so-called world leaders. I mean, they they believe in something, right? You got you got um it, like the the World Economic Forum, right? Mm-hmm. All them guys. I mean, they they got or like CERN, you know, like that you heard of that? That whatever that thing's called, the collider whatever that big thing is like they got out front they got they got all these um like goddess god demon statues and before yeah. they do anything um you know they before they have a celebration they always have um these big uh these big shows put on and it's it's all like demon worship type stuff yeah. Yeah, you know. So I mean, when you say demon worship, it really is fallen angels. Yeah, fallen angels who are in the heavenly places. They desire worship too. Let me look at that real quick. So CERN collider. I, I don't know. I know a lot. Mm-hmm. I know a little about a lot of things, which is <laughs> okay. a problem. I don't know a lot about things. <laughs> I know just enough to be dangerous and to start a conversation, but then I can't actually yeah. just follow through with it because I don't know enough. So CERN, a large hadron collider. That's a thing. I don't know. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories about that thing. So they think that they're they're, they're trying to summon demons and stuff out of that thing. Have you really? heard of this? No, I haven't. Oh, I'll have to send you stuff about it. Is it's, it uh, something that's happening currently? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, this last week or so? I think it's happening. All, it's all the time. Oh, right? okay. always, well, a couple months ago, they did something. It's a, it's a particle accelerator. So it's now, just... Is this, man, is, is this man generated or what's, what is this? Yeah, it's... Let me see if I can just fine i'll send you a link to it but it's okay i don't know i don't know what they do man they do some crazy stuff with it but it's just it's supposed to be like just some big here let's click on it a particle accelerator let's see what it says it is accelerate they want to accelerate protons i don't know what that means protons (laughs) it's proton radio frequency cavities is it is there is there a government doing this or a company who's yeah. behind this who's behind this or do you know um i really need to get my wife in here to talk about it because she <laughs> follows this thing like like crazy um 
I think it's a government thing. Oh, it's over and overseas. Okay. But it's our governance. How is CERN governed and organized? The CERN Council is the highest authority of the organization, so they got their own council. Mm. Um, CERN is run by 23 member states. It, it looks like it's member states. Austria. It's everybody. It, it looks like it's a it's a it's a world government thing. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not like a it's it's not like a yeah it's not like an Elon Musk thing like this is a government. Have you heard of the Terra the Terra T E R R A, which is a Latin word that means Earth itself. Uh huh. Well, Glenn Beck he kind of mentioned that over in in over in Europe, you heard of the Magna Carta, right? Yeah. They're putting together a terror carter or something like that, where the earth is going to have rights over the rights of human beings under the umbrella of climate change. Oh, so that's where they're going to come up with all the laws and rules? All the laws and rules. And so the clip that I sent to you, maybe if you can kind of weave that clip in in our, our podcast, he kind of breaks that down, what they're actually got going on over there. They, they're they kind of ahead of us, but that's going to be the the big part of the earth rights. Interesting. And, 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 and those type of things. So we, we, we open a bunch of can of, of worms on this, on this podcast. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a bunch of, it's a lot of stuff with little, little substance <laughs> we got well, hey, CERN maybe, maybe Tara, people can take it and, and do research you know I hope so I hope I hope we get questions and stuff and then we can fully dive into some of it because I want to learn yeah um but I know the CERN thing is a big big thing um especially in the the um what do you call it like the, the like conspiracy theorists and stuff right because mm-hmm. but they do a lot of so like when they unleash their new they do. I can hear it, yeah, whining a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's just like my daughters, man. She she whines and complains and just try to get you to do whatever they want you. To. Yeah. Just begging, please, please. Give you those big doe eyes too, just like, like my, <laughs> just like my daughters. It's just it's amazing. That's funny. Yeah, these dogs, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whoever's out there listening to this, look up CERN and look up some of the conspiracy theories. Because of course, you go on CERN's website and they're going to tell you how great they are. But uh, but some of the stuff they do, they do a lot of like satanic rituals beforehand yeah. and okay. stuff like that. So, but anyways, but I guess the point of that is, is there everyone's trying to worship something, like you said, right? Every if you're not going to worship God, you're going to worship something, yes. whether it's the Earth or these false gods or something. Yeah, or people trying to play God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, this global warming stuff, man, it's, I mean, it, it, it doesn't interest me in the way that I care about it because I don't believe in it. But I do, 
want to learn about it to see why it's a big deal and who's saying it's a big deal. Right. And then what, and ultimately what God says about it. Right. Because the further I get into my journey, the more I question everything on this earth or anything yeah. that I read online. And I always try to go back to, well, what does the Bible say? Cause that's going to be the ultimate saying. Right. Yeah. So. And, and for me, the, the, the major concern, I would say fear, but God tells us not to fear. My major concern is these leaders grabbing power over our lives and changing our lives. You know, I, I in Minnesota, I enjoy going to my thermostat and when it's wintertime, turning up the heat. Yeah. I enjoy getting in my, my truck, in my car, and going to point A to point B. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy getting on a flight and going somewhere. The freedoms and the liberties, you know, I enjoy those things. But the powers that be or the, the people who want this power and control, they're in positions and they're making plans to change this. And it doesn't yeah. have to be. It doesn't have to be. And so when we vote, when we look at our government and politics, it really is important in, in my opinion. You know, it's nothing to, yeah. to, 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 it's nothing to lose sleep about, but it, it is a real issue for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Every, I mean, every issue right now in politics or in our, in our current events, it's, it's either climate control or you know um climate issues or lgbtq issues like that's all you see and i feel like everything has to be with control everything power um and it's in in like i mean I'm, I'm repeating myself but that's why i just try to go back to the bible like well who do i believe i don't believe anybody i don't believe any of this so i go to the bible mm -hmm. and and that's where a lot of the scriptures that i found were kind of like it just says everything kind of points to the end of days yeah. You know, so, you know, so climate change. Yeah. But it's going to happen anyways. Like the earth's going to blow up and <laughs> not blow up. But, you know, like you said, it's going to, mm -hmm. God's going to rain down with fire. Like that was already prophesied to happen. So I don't, I don't think there's anything we can do to change it. So. And a know. few more <laughs> excerpts from this book. It, it says here, uh, it's all about one world governance and the redistribution of wealth. That's pretty much what they what they want, what they're what they are trying to really do. Uh, what else I have here? It says there is no fight between God and science, only barriers constructed by men who think they are smarter than God. You know, there's so many things he some great things that he put in here in, in this book. So I highly recommend people to read it. Uh, great questions, great insight. You know, and, and he, he's upfront about him being a, a believer and he, he sees right through what what man is trying to do with this topic. And I gotta take my hat off. They are they are getting more power and more control. They're it's it's working. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the one thing, the, the big red flag for me is I don't see I don't see government or anybody doing anything to change it on their end. 
they still fly around and in, in, in jets every day. <laughs> right. um, they go meet overseas in all their fancy jets. They they're not driving electric cars. I don't think, um, you know, like where's, what about their carbon footprint? They're probably, they're leaving a bigger one than, than pastor Jim and Mike. Right. <laughs> but yet we're the ones that got to change. Yeah. And lastly, he says here, I'll end on this part. He says, this is pure arrogance. And the Bible teaches us that pride, which is a form of arrogance is the greatest sin. Pride. And so this, the, these group of people who are pushing this and playing God with this arrogance, it's one of the greatest sins and, and it's, it's affecting people's lives. So. Absolutely. Thank you for your, uh, your research on this and, and setting this up, man. Yeah. 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 I feel like I, I didn't give a whole lot of facts that I wanted wanted to i i kind of caught myself halfway through like oh well i didn't understand the numbers when i was writing them down i was like oh i get this <laughs> and i started reading them all out i'm like wait well, i don't know if i understand this stuff it's way above my head but i guess in the, in the end it doesn't really matter right as long as we believe in the bible and read the bible that's the only answer i need yeah. and i don't need to i don't need to rely on these scientists and these google searches to show me numbers that i just don't understand i'm just gonna mm. go to the bible yeah, the word of God. The Bible as much as I can. So, awesome. Well, it's been a while since we did one of these. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoy these. So, do you think, to think you of a different have, project? You think you can add in some of that audio, or you think I have to send you the away file to add it in there somehow? I will download the clip and see if I can get it okay. going yeah and I'll, I'll throw it I'll, I'll see if i can throw it in there for sure okay um as long as i can download because i just like i said i just opened it up in the email and i'm reading it off the email like it gives you a preview of the whole thing so i'm sure i gotta download the clip okay so yeah i'll, I'll try to put that in there but i suppose it's that time huh you gotta you gotta get going yeah <laughs> so all right man well thank you very much I appreciate these. You're welcome. Thank we'll have, you. We'll have to get back in the swing of things and doing these. Okay. So, do you uh, do you want to end in prayer since you're so good at it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for another day, another podcast, another opportunity to open up your Bible and just get a perspective on what we see going on in our world, what's reported, what's not reported, and to be able to compare your word, the Bible, what a blessing that is, Lord. We pray for anyone listening. First of all, anyone who does not know who Jesus is, you, today is your day to know who he is and what he's done for you. This awesome Savior came the, to, to earth and lived the sinless life, his death, burial, resurrection. He died on the cross for all of our sins. He rose again on the third day. Believe in this message. It, it will save your soul. It will start a new relationship with God where we are reconciled. We are totally forgiven no matter what we've said or done. As brothers, Mike and myself, we are able to talk about these issues, but we don't fear because we know that God is in complete control. 
we know that through prayer and, and, and through his word, we don't have to fret. We don't have to freak out. We know that we are his responsibility. We know that we are his children and he's going to take care of us. And the worst of the worst is that if we die, his word tells us that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. There is an afterlife. There is an eternal life. There is a heaven and there is a hell. And so, Lord, we thank you for this time, this podcast, an opportunity to scratch the surface on issues that is reported, things that people can look into. And like Brother Mike said earlier, just coming back to what does the Bible say? What direction does the Bible give us on these issues? What is our what are the three D's, the doctrine, our duty and destination? And Lord, we just give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. We trust you in everything we ask. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We all said together, amen. 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 Thank you. We got homework for everybody. Look up CERN, read the Bible, and then what? What's the other one? Tear it. Read. Yeah, read that. Read this book. It's titled The Weaponization of Weather in the Phony Climate Wars by Joe Pastardi. Perfect. And then look up what? Terra? What was it? T-E-R-R-A? Yeah, Terra. It's a Latin word that means earth. And this Terra is, is the Magna Carta, but the Terra Carta, whatever it's called. Terra Carta. It, you'll hear about it because they're, they're going to bring it to the whole world where the earth has rights. And the earth's rights is above any human rights or any global citizen rights. All right. So everyone's got homework. Look up those things and study them. <laughs> and report back. Email us. And re- report <laughs> back. Yeah. Please. <laughs> we want to know. Absolutely. So, all right, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank I'll you. See you later, man. Have a good one. Have a good vacation. Hey, we'll do. We'll do that. Awesome, man. All right. All God right, man. You. Have a good one. Yep. God bless you. Thank you. These actions, the United States is on track to achieve a 1.5 degree aligned goal of cutting emissions by 50 to 52 percent by 2030. Look, as we look forward to COP28, we all need to show up in Dubai with 2030 targets and actions aligned with the Paris temperature goals. What's to come if we don't? More severe droughts, more floods, seas rising, temperatures rising. Weather instability, market unpredictability. Again, remember last week when I read you that long list of all the stuff they claimed was happening as a result of climate change and and liberty and tyranny in that book is 12 or 13 years old? Just keep adding to the list. So when we have floods and droughts, excuse me, when we have uh, whatever it is, weather instability, I don't even know what that means, weather instability. It's not going to be 72 degrees and sunny with five mile per hour winds everywhere every day. You're going to have floods. You're going to have hurricanes. You're going to have tornadoes. You're going to have earthquakes. You're going to have all kinds of stuff going on. And if you think 
that our cars and our light bulbs and our gas stoves have anything to do with a sea rising, then you're just as stupid as he is and you don't know how to spell the word aid either. But what is the source of their so-called science? This is what I want to know. But he's not done. Cut three, go. The United States is taking a bold action to put our energy sector on a path toward net zero emissions by no later than 2050. So let's stop a second. He's destroying our economy. Now, that's one way to get emissions down, by the way, is to destroy our economy. So if people aren't working, if industries aren't functioning, if cars aren't driving because the gas prices are too high, well, then I guess you can get uh, carbon dioxide levels down. But carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. Did you know that, America? Carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. In fact, it was a decision by the Supreme Court 5 to 4 in 2005, Massachusetts versus the EPA, where some states brought suit saying, hey, all that pollution coming out of state X is coming into the air and the atmosphere of Massachusetts. And so several of these left-wing states purposely brought these suits to change the way that the EPA regulates the air. Did you know that, Matt? It's true. ESG is is really, truly just the beginning. I went over to um, Scotland and uh, London for the last two weeks. Spent a week in Scotland. Met with a, a, a wonderful couple of scholars over there I'll talk about later. Um, and really began to understand, A, how far Scotland has already gone. Scotland is, you know, that's that's Braveheart. Freedom! It, it, nobody's screaming freedom over there. They are already implementing 15-minute cities. 15-minute cities are, are cities that uh, are... It's so bizarre. Are cities where you walk where you don't drive, everything that you want is within 15 minutes because the car is going to be eliminated. And I know that's hard to believe, but it is true. And I'll lay this case out for you as the show goes on. But we are headed toward a zero carbon world. That's what they're pushing. That will mean the end of almost everything as you know it. They're implementing these 15-minute cities already. They're on the path to eliminate the airports. There will only be two airports in Great Britain, one in Heathrow, that's London, and the other one, I think, in Glasgow, um, up in uh, Scotland. That's it. Everything else, you're going to have to take a train for, and it'll have to be an electric train. Your cars and moving from city to city is going away. This is so evident when you come over to England or Scotland. You see it already in play. The cars, the taxi cabs, are all being replaced by electrics, and the cabbies hate it. Hate it. First of all, we were over there and it was 80 degrees. There is no air conditioning to speak of uh, in, in England or Scotland. None. None. Now, normally they have cooler temperatures, 
but it's the exact same as it is in Seattle. It reminded me so much of growing up in Seattle. It's the same weather. And in the summer, you'll have really hot days. And that's why people have air conditioning in their cars and their homes in Seattle. Many days, you can just open up the windows because it gets cool at night. Same thing with London, but it's 80 or 90. And last summer or summer before, it was up at 100. When you're in a city baking at 100, when you're at a theater or a restaurant, you're seeing a show and there are a thousand people sitting on top of each other in one room. It gets really hot, really fast. No air conditioning. And that's not just because they can't retrofit the buildings. It's because air conditioning is a thing of the past. And when you say you can't retrofit the buildings, it was very interesting because I went to Windsor Castle. That's the home where Charles and the Queen used to live. It was the only place that felt like America. It had plenty of air conditioning. You know how in some cities, especially New York, you're walking down on a really hot day. These stores will actually open their doors. So when you're walking by in the sidewalk, you feel this push of cold air. It, it makes you want to go into the store and get cool. That's how they attract people. No, not in England. They don't do that, except at the Palace of the King. Who, by the way, uh, I believe it was him or, you know, maybe one of his staff or sons or I, I don't know who it was, but the royal helicopter landed uh, at Windsor Castle. And I thought, that's interesting. I, you would think that helicopters would be a thing of the past, as would air conditioning, if you truly cared about the climate. By the way, I learned this, too. I don't pay attention to England. You know what the Magna Carta is. Pat's here. You know the Magna Carta. What mm -hmm. was that, Pat? What was that? Yeah. It's like the forerunner to our Constitution. Right. Mm -hmm. It was the first document for the rights of man. man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you know that King Charles has introduced something new called the Terra Carta? No. Yeah. I didn't know that either. That. Yeah, uh, the Terra Carta. What is... Really? That's Latin. Terra is Latin for... Earth. 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 This is the Jeez. rights of the Earth Charter. Okay? Uh, and they usurp nice. the rights of man. So it... Wow. They say it goes hand in hand with the Magna Carta, but it uh, doesn't. The Earth has rights that that cancel out some of man's rights. This is how far this is going. By the way, the White House has just uh, approved and supports the new proposal, as do, as do all of the key players in the UN. They are already acting as, this, as if this is a done deal. But uh, the United Nations... Uh, has released now, and, and everyone seems to be on board, and it's coming at us like a freight train, our common agenda. 
our common agenda. Now, can I ask, Ed, have you voted for anybody at the UN? Because <laughs> I have never voted for anybody at the UN. Um, they've never called me up and said, hey, we're the UN. We're doing a survey. We're coming up with a common agenda. What do you think? What should be on our agenda? Because I think in America, mm, they might have found a lot of them would have said to get rid of the United Nations. <laughs> but their common agenda is an expansion and a major expansion of Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. Its foundation is essentially the Great Reset, but with several massive additions, including a plan to give the United Nations sweeping emergency powers. You, this is the Great Reset on steroids. Um, the, I really, I love the emergency powers. The emergency platform would give the United Nations the ability to actively promote and drive an international response that places the principles of equity and solidarity at the center of its work. The UN, along with its stakeholders of the world, including academics, governments, private sector actors, meaning global corporations, and international finance institutions, will be there to ensure that there is a unified global response to whatever that crisis might be.